Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our live stream. Today we are talking about TikTok. Yo, it's uh, awesome and interesting to learn more about this platform because my son, uh, he's 10 years old, uh, post content there. Yep, I, I love it. Uh, and I told him uh, pay attention with TikTok because he can't get any results on YouTube. And he told me, I don't know why, but with TikTok, I have some following. Not a lot, but that's okay, you know, for 10 years. And I'm so excited to discuss about this platform uh, with Mayan Gordon because she's an expert and know exactly how to get results on TikTok because she has over 2,200,000 users uh, followers on TikTok. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah, I'm great. Pretty good day, you know, to discuss about TikTok. And, you know, I, I'm a marketer and uh, I pay a lot of attention with LinkedIn, YouTube. Uh, I have some results there. But, you know, I, I told my team we need to consider new platforms uh, and TikTok as well. And some of them replied to me, why? Why we need to take TikTok? It's only for kids. Can you tell and reply this question? Why uh, all brands need to be on TikTok today? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like how people talked about the internet, right, back in the in the 90s. Like, oh, the internet, that's just for, I don't even know what they said. I was, I was a little baby back then. But they were like, oh, that's just for people in an office, right? And now it's literally every single human being on the planet wants to use the internet, even if they, they don't have access to it. Um, so I think why do brands need to be on TikTok? One, so that they don't fall behind on the times and become irrelevant, right? Especially with technology just in general. Don't, don't think about TikTok as purely a social media platform. Think about it as a piece of technology that you're going to have to understand how to use if you want to keep up with the next piece of technology that's going to come out. You know, TikTok isn't the, the end all be all of social media platforms. There will continue to be new platforms that come out probably every single year at this point, right? Like already early in 2021, we have Clubhouse emerging as this big oh, behemoth yeah. app. And we're we're not even halfway into the year. There could be still, right, three or four other really large social media apps that emerge this year. Um, so being, you know, keeping up with the times or being on top of what's happening with the, t the changes in digital marketing, um, I think is something that we should all care about as brands and businesses. And TikTok's just a really great way to ease yourself into video, to start to understand like what are consumers these days paying attention to. Yeah, I'm glad that. Thanks. Okay, uh, before we uh, start a little bit uh, deeper, uh, you know, when I read your story on LinkedIn, uh, you know, it's so inspirational. Yeah, can you tell more about your way? Because uh, you uh, came from homeless to a business owner, you know, yeah, I, I read, wow, yeah, I, you know, I, I want to learn from successful people and you uh, are one of them. Tell more how you can uh, overcome obstacles uh, to become an entrepreneur and business owner today. Yeah, absolutely. So I came, I've got a crazy up and down story that I would say, you know, started in the down position of, I really didn't have any friends growing up, not the way 
that I like would consider someone to be, you know, my best friend or a really close relationship. Mm -hmm. So I had friends from from sports and classes, right? Th those kind of normal things. Um, and so I was always pretty, not, you know, super depressed, but pretty sad, I would say, inside about mm -hmm. not having these friendships. Um, and then I ended up going to college, you know, going on this path that I thought society um, said, this is the right thing to do. This is what you're supposed to do to be successful. Um, but again, was just really miserable in it and found that I was becoming more and more unhappy in the the path that I was on. And so I dropped out of college, started working full time, um, freelance copywriting. So I was finding jobs on Craigslist and different job board sites and things were going great or I thought they were going great until we were in this gas explosion in our house. Um, we were cooking at the stove and just boom, this big kind of fireball explosion happened. Me and my husband both ended up having damages to the house, um, all these different things that we had to essentially recover from. Oh, did it freeze? It, yeah. it was on my end. Can you still hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, basically our whole life exploded and was thrown into chaos. And from there, we ended up moving into a 1978 Dodge Coachman RV. This was a 19 foot class C RV. And we just kind of shoved our whole life in there, made our way down to California where I dropped out of school so that I could use some of the school's free resources. And then we started up our first business. And that was started up really just purely out of need and necessity. Um, neither of us really felt like we could get a job. We didn't have an address to even put on job applications, um, let alone, you know, being able to deal with the, you know, depression that would come along with us working at McDonald's or having to do a job. Not that McDonald's is a demeaning job, just the work would have made me and mm -hmm. my husband both very unhappy. We have very, I'd say, active minds and need like projects to work on versus just tasks to do um, for both of us to be happy. So a business was perfect because it was this fun project we could work on together, we could bond through it. Um, and through that, we're able to, you know, come out of being homeless, um, save up enough money through the next two businesses that I started to buy my own house. We were um, smart enough to buy a duplex instead of just a single family home. So now we're actually landlords and we make money from owning this piece of property. Um, and then just taking everything that I've learned in the past 10 years through starting up three different businesses. Now what I spend a lot of my time on is coaching and helping other people who were in that same position I was as a solopreneur or solo entrepreneur, um, not really having any mentorship or guidance. I made so many mistakes in terms of where I put money, the teams I tried to build, like literally just endless mistakes after mistakes. But I was also doing some things right at the same time I was making mistakes. And so I was continually able to progress um, and, you know, learn from those mistakes to make fewer and fewer of them along the way to where now I still make lots of mistakes, but in new areas, not the same old areas. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think that uh, mistakes uh, only show the way where you need to go and it's education, the best education ever. <laughs> and I, I love uh, getting mistakes because I can learn from them a lot more than from uh, common stuff. If everything goes uh, right way, it's, it's not <laughs> the good way to go. Uh, like Elon Musk said once that uh, if you don't have mistakes, that means you are not progressive. You know, you can't uh, develop and innovate products that you have. Yeah, that's okay uh with mistakes okay uh about tiktok um 
for example, I start from scratch. Yes, uh, I have only a few followers. For example, when I started on YouTube, my Russian channel, uh, we spent some time to get first results, uh, to figure out what works for us. Because, for example, if you check out some uh, uh, the best tips online, you can see that uh, some of them don't work for you. It's better to figure out what works for you. And on TikTok as well, for example, we have some uh, uh subscribers on youtube a million views uh right now i'm i started my english channel and uh, i have some uh small success on linkedin but on tiktok i uh, i can't figure out what works for me you know because when i check out your uh, account i see that you uh, submit content about glass about production glass but uh, on linkedin you teach people how to build their businesses it's quite different you know uh, can you tell me that means if you can find a lack of uh, content on some platform that you can uh, jump there even if you have a different approach uh, am i right yeah so each platform kind of you know caters to different digital elements so on linkedin i think you know it caters much more to written text than like tiktok really Yes, there's written text elements, but it's much more visual, right? It's like this full screen immersive almost experience. And so just understanding that the the content on TikTok has to be much more visual, it, in my opinion, than on LinkedIn, that's for me where that big separation happens is there's in my mind, or I haven't figured out how to create highly visual business content mm -hmm. um which i think is a fun challenge like that's a great it's a great opportunity for anyone in the business space to think about man how could i translate what i do um on linkedin or in the business world into something highly visual for TikTok? like if you figure that out you are guaranteed gonna be super successful on that platform but it is a challenge right um and i've seen several different you know creators do it very successfully a lot of it centers around like either science experiments or like again there has to be some really visual element um i think anyone can you know be on multiple platforms and be successful it's really understanding what is the type of value people are looking for on that platform um and then just you know coming up with as many different ways to test that creating that value for them as you can yeah and i see that uh, you are not dancing you're not singing you produce some different content that means you don't need to limit yourself with some standards or thoughts that you need to dance and sing if you want to get results on TikTok. yep you can check out uh this account uh, about glass and yeah without dancing uh, high results that's cool and uh, um can you tell more where to start if you uh, start from scratch? For example, uh, I see it takes time with consistency to produce content to figure out what works for you. But uh, where to go uh, just to be consistent and film videos or it's better to find some standards that have a lack of quality content on uh, this platform? Can you tell more about this? Yeah, I think ideally the best place to start is figuring out like your niche or your niche, depending mm -hmm. on, on where you come from, how you pronounce that. Um, <laughs> but if that's going to stop you from making videos, like the right, the most important thing is to take action, be consistent. So depending on how self-aware you are in terms of can you sit down, have a strategy session with yourself and come up with a good plan and then move forward, that's better than just immediately starting. But 
if you're someone who's been procrastinating for months and months, you should probably just immediately start and it almost doesn't matter what you post because you need to build the habit of posting more than caring about like the content being perfect. In terms of if you're going to sit down and create like, let's say a strategy around your TikTok account, um, TikTok does like to understand what is your account about. So the more it can c categorize your content, the more it feels safe and secure about delivering that content to particular audiences that have indicated they like that type of content. So what I mean is it's probably better to start a TikTok channel where all of your videos are about cooking pizza than it is to start an account where three of them are about you cooking in the kitchen, two of them are about you playing with your dog, and another three of them are about business tips. So the more focused I think you can keep it, the better, because it allows the algorithm to understand like what is this count about and you know what kind of content is it gonna be producing so that it can understand who to recommend and show that content to. But again, TikTok is one of those beautiful kind of new inventions where that strategy can work, but also the strategy of you randomly posting stuff and hitting on a viral video, like that can work too. Um, which is gonna work better for you? No one knows because your talents are something that are probably yet to be discovered even by yourself, right? Like some people are naturally very, very good at creating a TikTok video, even if they've never done it before. And some people are never gonna be good at it no matter how many times they try. And then there's everything in between. So it's gonna take a little bit for you to figure out like how naturally good at creating TikTok videos you are. And that's of course gonna come into play. Yeah, and you know, uh, once I uh, learned about uh, PewDiePie and Mr. Beast, and uh, for example, PewDiePie uh, submitted 100 videos and got only 285 subscribers. Today, he has over 100 million, 100 million, 5 million, yeah, yeah a lot, a lot. Mr. Beast, it's the same way. Uh, he submitted videos over a year and to get first thousand subscribers you know it's like consistency and uh loving what you do because if you don't love you you can give up you know during this way yep. uh, what about TikTok? Uh, for example charlie d'amelio uh, when she started uh, uh film uh, her videos uh, it's interesting that she got a viral video and uh, uh, she spent more time producing the same content with just dancing with uh, using hands uh, legs uh, yeah uh, i don't know exactly about this dance but uh, she spent uh, time producing uh, only one uh, type of dances and after this she uh, extended to different types uh, when she got uh, recognition uh, you mean like uh, it's better to test different formats and find what works for you and jump there or uh, you have another assumptions yeah no that's that's pretty much it you want to follow like your own success on TikTok. um so no matter where you start there's going to be some level of experimentation right even if you mm -hmm. say that you're only going to do one type of video there's still all the different music and all the all the different visual styles and angles you can have with your phone and effects and transitions like there's there's endless variety of being able to create completely different videos around the exact same thing, which is part, again, part of the beauty of TikTok is it doesn't matter how saturated a category gets, you can still come up with entirely new video concepts and videos. Um, so what works for most people is some amount of this experimentation and then 
something hits, right? They get a viral video and then really paying attention and thinking about why did that video go viral and trying to create more videos around those mm -hmm. reasons that you think the first one went viral. And a lot of, I mean, this is how a lot of very viral TikTok accounts have kind of found their groove, so to speak, is like you said, could have been hundreds of videos they've posted with varying amounts of success. And then one of them takes off much more massively and they go, okay, let's try more of this video. And all of a sudden that's like their new style. And that's the the type of video that they're constantly doing because it sees really great results and it starts to almost brand and help them brand their account around that style. Um, so it's a really cool way to let a platform almost lead you into the branding that is going to be the most successful for you and the marketing that's going to work the best. So you kind of like stumble your way into the light out of the dark. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I'm interested about algorithms. For example, uh, on LinkedIn, I see that most accounts uh, comment a lot on influencers post to get engagement. For example, even Gary Vee uh, uh, told that he spent uh, four years uh, to comment uh, posts on Twitter to get recognition there. On LinkedIn, I see uh, the same way. Uh, on YouTube, it works uh, perfectly fine. Uh, but on TikTok, uh, for example, my wife got uh, 220,000 views from accounts without followers, uh, only 100 followers, something like this. That means it's better to pay attention with creating video on TikTok. Or uh, it's better to comment on other posts, uh, to use some methods that works uh, on other social media. Uh, can you tell more uh, to uh, create more content or uh, trying to promote this content? That's that's a good question. Um, I would say part of the answer, again, is going to lie in where your natural talents are. So some people mm -hmm. are really good at writing clever comments, right? Like they just know the right kind of... <laughs> comment where you're like, oh, that was funny or like that was clever. Like it adds some really good context. So if that's you, it's probably, and you're bad at videos, then obviously it's going to make more sense for you to comment on people's posts because especially if you comment early on a video that's going viral and it's mm -hmm. a good comment, your comment can end up at the top with like thousands, if not tens of thousands, or even hundreds of thousands of people who have hearted or liked that comment. And that can get you like, thousands of followers um mm -hmm. but you, maybe you suck at comments right and no matter how many you leave it's not going to get you any extra exposure mm -hmm. um and i would say where that kind of in the middle is is that tiktok videos that go viral tend to have thousands of comments so yours has to be a really good comment to be able to um, get the visibility through that video um now, th that doesn't mean that's true for every video. Like there are some videos that'll have millions of views and let's say 50 comments, right? Mm -hmm. Which is not a lot. Like it's very likely someone might see your comment if it's a good comment. So if you had to pick one or the other, I would say probably content, unless you're really gifted at the writing portion or the, the vi um, posting videos, because that's what's gonna like give you traction. And if you hit a viral video, it does build some amount of momentum in your account um, and it gives you a clue as to like where to go next with just leaving comments on other people's posts. It's a little bit more tricky to like build that continual traction because someone will have had to see your other comments or like had some other type of exposure to you to really build familiarity with your brand. 
Yeah, got it. And uh, I can tell more about commenting because I use the strategy on LinkedIn, on YouTube. And uh, don't wait for quick results as well. You know, <laughs> for example, uh, uh, you mentioned about good with writing commenting. Uh, if you spend uh, a month, two months writing comments every day, you know, every single day, write over a hundred comments, you can uh, get results because nobody knows uh, what can uh, get attention. For example, some of my comments bring uh, uh, a few hundred uh, likes from Gary V posts uh, and yeah, uh, mass following on LinkedIn. Uh, I can get results on YouTube, but you know, uh, I spent uh, a few months to figure out how I can write only comments. Just a simple few questions, uh, sentences, but yeah, it works perfectly fine. But uh, I'm not sure that it's a good strategy for TikTok. It's better <laughs> to, to be consistent with creating content because if you have uh, some interesting video, you can get this attention more. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, tell uh, what is the most uh, important algorithm on TikTok for you? Uh, where do you pay uh, a lot more attention today? That's a good question. You know, it's still for me very tricky to figure out <laughs> like what's going on with TikTok all of the time. Um, so what I really what I focus on is consistency more than anything. Like I just want to make sure that I'm posting a video per day. And honestly, even in the past week, I haven't I haven't been as good with that. Um, Part of it is I got a new iPhone and I'm still like transitioning. Like we all know it takes time to transition from kind of one phone to another um, fully. But it's also just because I I got a lot busier in some of the other areas in which I'm working. Um, and then sometimes you're going to feel less creative, right? Like there's always going to be things that make it so that you are having a harder time or an easier time posting. For example, when I go and travel somewhere, I can capture way more content very easily. Like there's just more interesting things around me. Um, outside of like consistently posting, I would say I do try and spend some amount of time looking at other content to see what's working for other people mm -hmm. and thinking about, can I be creative in adapting that to something that fits in with like what I already do? Um, and then I would say the other thing I'm really keen on, I haven't pulled the trigger on this very much yet, but I'm very focused on trying to do some collaborations because those can be kind of a shortcut sometimes to growing your TikTok account is pairing up with another like big creator um, and creating content together. Cause not only can the app recognize that there's two creators in it, but sometimes you just like become a lot more creative when you're around someone else who's creative or like when I'm, you know, planning to film a video with someone else who's also a content creator, I just, I get a lot more excited because it's fun to create content with other people. And because I'm more excited, I might come up with better ideas. There's just like a whole um, bunch of benefits that happen when you collaborate, I believe. So that's another thing I'm trying to like figure out how to build more of a system around so that it's something I can kind of like regularly do and it doesn't take me a whole lot of extra energy or effort. Uh, can you tell more about this collaboration? For example, uh, I can uh, share my collaboration. For example, even right now we have uh, a webinar and yeah, we collaborate together. Uh, once I invited uh, Craig Campbell from Scotland and he <laughs> brought a massive audience to my YouTube channel over uh, 
seven uh, no six hundred six thousand people uh, came to this webinar yeah i was excited awesome. wow cool yeah why not and yeah massive uh, subscribers as well and can you tell more about collaboration on tiktok uh for example you mean like it's better to find uh uh, creators on TikTok or uh, to collaborate with people who are awesome with creating or editing videos uh, and wanna provide something new to your content. Yeah, just tell more. <laughs> yeah, all of that. <laughs> so all I think, um, like like you mentioned, there's a lot of different ways you can collaborate um, and a lot of different types of people. So I wouldn't say don't focus on just people in your industry. Um, or with the same skill as you actually like go find people who have very different skills or accounts or industries, because that's where the most interesting, I think, collaborations come from. Um, so for example, um, let's say you're a music artist, you could mm -hmm. go reach out to other music artists and do like a music collaboration with both your different music styles. Um, or you could reach out to someone who's a dancer and like you're singing and they're dancing. Or you could reach out to someone who is a math teacher and you could do a song for their math video, right? Like there's so mm -hmm. many different um, types of content-based collaborations that, that you can figure out. And then also just in terms of like promoting and, you know, supporting each other and commenting on each other's posts. I think that's a great way to collaborate. Maybe not as effective on TikTok as it is, let's say on Instagram, where like commenting on other people's posts really can have a, a pretty significant effect but it's still like people like to see that other um verified or big creators are commenting on someone's post it like encourages them to kind of like bandwagon and jump on the post and, and be a part of the comments um so i think that's one way to do it another way just on a execution side is you don't have to um you know be even coordinating a collaboration because TikTok has in app features that naturally allow you to collaborate, which would be the duet or the stitch feature. So the duet um, does a side by side their video with your new video. And so you can do like reactions, you can like, there's a lot of really interesting duet collaborations on TikTok. If you search just like hashtag duet, you can look at a bunch of them where people are like doing things off the screen so that the other person can then like, you know, finish the visual of that video. Um, and then the stitch feature allows you to put someone else's video for the first like five, you know, one to five seconds of your video. So when people are watching that, it adds like a really nice surprise element. You think you're watching one video and then all of a sudden now it's like another yeah. video where they've yeah. incorporated that first part of the video. Um, so those are all some really great ways to collaborate on TikTok. Yeah, got it. Okay, uh, tell more about editing videos. Uh, do you use um, TikTok application or you have some special software to uh, provide some Great. Yeah, I, I mainly use an app called Splice, um, mm -hmm. which I believe, I don't know if it's on Androids or if it's just on iPhones, but it's, it's just a quick editing app. It allows me to like cut any video in any places. I can delete certain sections. I can mm -hmm. speed up or slow down the time, like pretty much any type of editing. Um, you can layer and mask and like all these other things that, that I've never even tried to do before. Cause honestly, I'm not I don't like video editing that much. Like I like content creation. So I like <laughs> editing to see what the effect is, but I don't actually like the editing process. Um, so I do a mix of that and using the in-app TikTok features. For me, I typically find it more streamlined and faster to like just take some video, 
and then later edit it in splice versus trying to like do it all together at once within the TikTok app. But sometimes I'll take like half a TikTok video, save it in my drafts and like come back to it later. So um, definitely I, I do a mix. I don't do anything on my laptop. So I have some friends who will like upload their videos to their laptop and then do some really fancy editing stuff. And honestly, their videos look phenomenal. So I kind of wish I, I had the attention span to, to get into that, but you don't have to be an editor. I am not a video editor. Um, you don't have to do that. If you are a video editor though, you probably have a huge leg up and advantage and you should definitely be on TikTok because there's a couple, I mean, there's a bunch of people in that category who are really crushing it. Yep, yep. Uh, some people ask to share these apps. If you can send me the link, I will submit in the description about this app. Uh, we have a lack of time, but I want to ask uh, two questions. Uh, the first question about sounds. Uh, I know that uh, some accounts uh, rely on sounds a lot. When they provide the right sounds, they can get uh, much more uh, engagement, exposure. Uh, that means it's better to find sounds on the list on TikTok uh, or uh, you can submit your sounds. Because, for example, uh, when we started our TikTok account, we submitted uh, sounds uh, from other platforms, from YouTube, uh, but it didn't work well, you know. <laughs> uh, can you tell more about this? Yeah, so you want to use either a sound from like the TikTok sound library. Um, so what that means is when you're making a video, you can actually tap on the little sound button and it'll pull up all of the different sound options. Those should be good to go. Like they, they've been working hard to make sure that all of that, that sound and music is like legally available to the people in the mm -hmm, app. Mm -hmm. But there have been cases just so people know where like that music will get removed afterwards as they're going back and forth on, on the legal side of things. Um, so you wanna either use one of their sounds because especially trending sounds, they're pushing through the for, to the For You page more because they know that sounds really popular and people are interested in it. Um, other than that, I would say the other really cool type of sound that can even just by itself help you go viral is original sound. So not sound that you're pulling from another app or another source, but something you originally are producing, meaning either through like GarageBand or some type of music creation app, or like people have like mixing, but there's a lot of, you know, original music in that sense or sounds, or it could just be like an original sound could be you saying something funny right? Like your voice is an original mm -hmm. sound for your account. Um, and the reason that that can work really well to help you go viral is if it's a sound people, when they hear it or watch on your video, go and think in their head, oh, I could use that sound to make a great video. And it's a very easy sound to repurpose. Um, that can make something go really viral, which is why a lot of the sounds are a little bit more strange on TikTok or like the music seems a little less normal. Um, is because it's actually something that is going to grab our attention that is more likely to go viral on TikTok than something that's purely pleasant sounding. Like people don't necessarily want something to sound pleasant. They want something to grab their attention because, right, people are scrolling through these like five to 15 second videos. Attention is in quite short supply. Um, so a, a sound bite or a music track that grabs your attention, people are naturally going to think, oh, could I use that sound in one of my videos to grab other people's attention?
Yeah, cool. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Okay. Uh, we can finish this and tell more where people can find you, learn about you, because I submitted your links in the description below. Guys, just open them, uh, learn more about Maya Gordon and tell which way is better to reach out to you. Yeah, LinkedIn's one of the best ways to to get in touch with me. Uh, but my Instagram's great as well. If you send me a DM, it's Mayan Gordon Media on Instagram. And then if you want to check out my TikTok, it's at World of Glass. Um, and let's see, other places would be my website, MayanGordonMedia.com. Um, you could just Google me too. Googling me is a, a great way to find me and be able to get in touch with me. But I've got a unique enough name. Um, that you should be able to just search it on LinkedIn or check out the the links that are you know below this video, um, and I'll send over any other ones that I can think of. Cool, cool. And you mentioned about Clubhouse. That means you you are going yes. to jump in this platform as well, yeah? Yes, I love Clubhouse. Um, so you can find <laughs> cool. me on Clubhouse at my own Gordon, I believe. Mm -hmm. It's it's tricky. I've got like a unique enough name. It's available on some platforms, but not on <laughs> others. Like there are other my own Gordons out there. Um, so sometimes I'll come across and someone will have already taken my full name. So then I have to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. Okay. Thanks a lot for this live stream. Uh, it's a pleasure to get all your answers. Yeah, we are going to jump with TikTok more deeply. And yeah, I appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks so much for taking the time to have me on. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.